You're listening to a University of Kentucky College of Arts and Sciences podcast. I'm Cheyenne Homan. ADHD, or Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, affects many children today. Professor Richard Milish, a psychologist here at UK, has been doing research on ADHD for decades to determine how ADHD affects learning. With the help of a colleague and a new grant, he hopes to continue to help ADHD children improve their reading comprehension skills. My name is Richard Milish. I'm a full professor in the Department of Psychology here at the University of Kentucky. I'm a clinical psychologist doing research in the areas of attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Children with ADHD have extensive problems in many areas of functioning. The most noteworthy would be academically. Peer relations are consistently ignored or rejected by their peers and they're frequently victimized or picked on and teased by their peers. The long-term outcome for them as a group is not as positive as one would hope. There are significant problems later in life, both psychiatric, such as depression, legal, lower earning power. So they have a, a wide variety of problems. I've been doing research on ADHD for 35 years. That, that says something about ADHD, or I guess it says something about me as well, but there's never a dearth of problems to investigate. Uh, uh, we're always finding new areas or new ways of trying to understand the problems these children have. Some of the most important work we're doing of late is looking at what we call the story comprehension abilities of children with ADHD. My colleague, Betty Lorch and I have been studying this for over 20 years now, and as I indicated, these children are noted to have significant academic problems, and that's often attributed to their attention problems or maybe reading problems, which are both true. We've found, however, that their problems go beyond those basic functions and are more subtle but perhaps greater importance. For example, we find that they have significant deficits in understanding stories or narrative comprehension. What's interesting about the work we're doing is we've never had them read because we know they have reading difficulties. So the deficits I'm talking about exist independent of whether they're reading the story or not. We present stories via audio tape or a television videotape, a variety of different ways, and we consistently find three or four major deficits they have. So for example, if we ask children with ADHD to recall a story they heard, they do fine on all the factual information, the what information, but they have significant deficits in understanding the why information, that's called causal connections or causal relations. In other words, how does a event A lead to event B? They also have problems when they're asked to recall stories in identifying the most important information and using that to guide their stories. They do that to some degree, but not nearly as well as their classmates. In other words, the, the classmates do a better job of recalling the most, informa- most important information. Children with ADHD, we found, have also had problems making inferences about the stories they're listening to or comprehending. In other words, the idea that as they're monitoring the, the story, are they asking questions of themselves like, what's going to happen? Why did that happen? We all do that when we're uh, doing a story. We're trying to make inferences. Not all the information in the story is explicit. 
So these deficits that we've identified are serious. We even found a deficit when we asked them to just make up stories. They don't structure it the same way uh, their classmates do, and it's a much weaker representation of the story. So what we've decided to do after identifying these problems is we're in the process of developing and testing an intervention that might help them specifically deal with these story comprehension deficits that we've identified. It, uh, we currently have a grant under review, a grant proposal under review, hoping to fund this research where we can systematically identify the most relevant and important strategies for dealing with these problems and then train children with ADHD in these strategies to hope they can better engage in narrative comprehension. One of the other things we studied is that if you give children stimulant medication and medication of choice for them, it doesn't help them with these problems. It, they do attend better, they're less impulsive, but they still struggle in understanding stories. So that makes sense in that it's not going to be a quick fix. They're going to have to really be trained specifically in using these strategies to better understand stories. There's something in the education literature called story mapping, where you literally help a child map out the important components of a story. What's the protagonist's goal? What are the connections that lead to that goal? What are the obstacles that block obtaining that goal? In other words, literally you break a story down into the important components they need to be focusing on. That's one type of strategy. Another strategy is similar to what might be called a think aloud where you periodically stop them and say, what are you thinking right now? And this is to help foster inferences. Another variation is, what do you think is going to happen? Helping them make, again, inferences, predictive inferences. Help them monitor how well are they understanding the story, how well are they thinking about it as it's being presented so they're not just a passive recipient of the story. It's a three-year proposal where in year one, we would literally just begin to develop the, identify and develop the appropriate strategies. In year two, we would have small groups of kids, children with ADHD, where we would try it out in a sort of pilot sense of how well they respond to it, does it work? Does, and then year three is a more formal test of to see if it actually does help these children improve their story comprehension. My colleague and I, Betty Lawrence and I have had NIH funding for 10 years and that really helped us do the initial work but now we're looking at the US Department of Education because this is more of an academic intervention we're, we're applying there. Um, we're collaborating with faculty over in the College of Education on this. We're also very fortunate to have money to hire a postdoc on this project, Dr. Angela Hayden is really doing the legwork on identifying strategies and developing them and that, that was support we received from the College of Arts and Sciences so we're really appreciative of that. Thanks for listening and thanks to the Department of Psychology and the College of Arts and Sciences for making this podcast possible. 